Alright, so we're fucking live on the Joe Madness show. Alright, we got Alex Wiley on. We're in a shitty tone, the 726. Alright, we finally got everything going now. Figured out the kinks. Technicalities. He's got a big fucking mic in his hand. He's ready to fucking go. I'm always ready to fucking go. You should know me by now, Joe. We've done a couple of bits together now. You know, I'm always ready. Alright, I don't know what's going on with Google Messenger. Or, you know, what? what, what is it? Um, Facebook Messenger. That shit is not working. That shit's a piece of shit. I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about all that shit, man. Yeah. Coronavirus is fucking crazy. It is, and it's going to affect the most vulnerable people out there. And um, I think the most vulnerable people, of course, are going to be the people at prisons, hospitals. Um, people that are sort of congregated together. And um, I was saying that, <clears throat> quite a bit of inside knowledge, that you know, sort of prisons... Um, due to the coronavirus, are in sort of 24, 23 hour lockdown, so they kind of, the cells were all locked down for 23 hours, they let out, but sort of half an hour exercise, go and have a shower, go and do a bit of socializing, go on the phone, whatever you want to do, and then go back into the cell for 23 hours, which is terrible, terrible way to, to treat anybody. But what I was saying was... <laughs> this is coming straight from the Shrewsbury Biscuit, right? Not from the Shrewsbury Biscuit, not at all. So what I was saying was, is, my understanding of the coronavirus is that it, we, we're all going to get anyway, right? That's what we've heard. The, 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 the things they're putting in place are ways to kind of stem it, to slow it down a bit. Uh, well, if you're in prison and you're in hospital, you can get it, aren't you? It's going to hit like wildfire. Right, it's, it's just gonna spread across the whole fucking place. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah, man, I'm hearing you. It's gonna spread like a wildfire. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Um. So yeah, I don't know what the solution would be in that scenario. What do you reckon would be the best way to deal with something like that? You know, I kind of feel like the coronavirus is something amazing. It really is. Whether it's man-made or, you know, it's something that just popped out of thin air. You know, essentially, from from my studies, right? From what I've read in the videos and everything. It developed from yeah. these Chinese people having a market out in the neighborhood. And then it came from a raccoon it came from something that looked like a raccoon anyway something that looked like an armadillo and i thought it was a bat i thought it was a bat you know what that's a funny one though because that picture that everybody's seeing that somebody's eating a bat soup is actually taken a couple years ago uh, i i know there's a funny video of um uh, aware of who uh carl pilkinson is right Oh, yeah. uh, 
Ricky Gervais. Uh, anyway, he goes around and um, he goes to some of the most amazing places in the world. And he, he has this weird but brilliant outlook on life. And he's walking around these Chinese markets and he's looking at all these stalls and the way people sell food, the way they're just eating locusts and shit like that that you wouldn't normally eat. And he's just like, he's sat there eating a bag of monster munch, sort of munching along. He's like, look at her. Look at the way she's eating that. Look at that cockroach. As she's putting one in the mouth, she's looking at the next one to eat that next. And he's like, these guys are fucking hell. Like, it's fucking crazy how he does that. It's just a really simple way of looking at life. It's just because it's alien to us, it's different to us, right? I fucking love Ricky Gervais, man. I never watched the original, you know, The Office, but I've seen some of his comedies. He's fucking, he's hilarious, though. He really is. He's got, he's got, uh, he's got some balls, and I love that in a, in a comedian. Someone's got the balls to, to go out there and say, say the things that you, you're not supposed to say. You know, that's uh, that's quite that's, it's quite an attractive uh, thing for It's like he's legendary for his comebacks. You know, he's very quick, very snappy, but he can just like come back at someone. He will, he'll fucking wound someone. <laughs> like he's like, if you're gonna take on Jimmy Carr as a heckler, you gotta have some balls, like, because he will, he will fucking come after you. It's brilliant. So why do you think that, um, why do you think that he's just so good at fucking just quipping it, though? I mean, anything somebody says about him, he's just so quick and just answering back. What do you think he's got that nobody else has got? I think there's a certain amount of intelligence that has to come with that sort of comeback. You're like, when, you, when, you're, when you're quick, when, you, when you're quick like that, it's not something you can learn. Is it? It's something that you, you are you are, you are good at, or you're not. Um, and and the quick 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 comebacks that it's a it's a defense mechanism, and it, it's it's something that you've you developed over years. That you you, you, are, you not everybody can do that, you know. Um, I I mean the reason why I do this podcast thing, the reason why I do it is because I suffer from social anxiety. I can't. When I was younger, I I struggled in conversation. This is my way of sort of daring myself, challenging myself because I was never good at it. Like I was never born with that ability. Whereas now it's kind of getting better the more I'm doing it. You know, it's just a gift, a gift after a gift. Would you say it's a gift of gab? Maybe. I mean, what would you call it? What kind of gift is it? Well, that's that. That's there's got to be truth in that saying, isn't it? There's gifted a gab. There's uh, you know, Bertie Big Bollocks, whatever you want to say, like. If you've got that, if you've got that charisma and that, that that ability to be able to just in seconds, in just like milliseconds, come up with some <laughs> that's just gonna just ruin some. Like I one of his comebacks was um, he was just like he, he was, you know, make those things when you're a kid, but you have like you make like a pair of different colours each each fold, and you do like this thing where you, you count to ten and then you pick a colour and then you pick a number and then you keep them folding this fucking thing and, and, and at the end you got this message. He was doing this thing, he had it on stage and he was like, he's doing good, pick a colour, so he picked the colour, pick a number, da, 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 da. then he unfolded it and he goes, well it says here, if you want my comeback you can scrape it off your mum's teeth. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, that's fucking genius. 
You know, I, I think it's hilarious though when when people sit there and they they try to talk to comedians and they're like, okay, tell me a fucking joke. You know, it's just like, bitch, all right. Well, I don't go to your fucking job and I don't fucking sit there and tell you to, you know, order me a drink. I don't sit there and tell you to order me this or that. You know what I mean? Like it's the same fucking thing, right? Well, you got to think about as well as that like comedians have bad days as well, don't they? You know, not everybody wakes up wakes up thinking, oh, fucking hell, I've got to be funny today. Let's just be funny. Switch it on like tap. Like, that's impossible. Like, it's, it's impossible. I mean, like, like with, with the Shoes with Biscuit, the, the show that I do, it can be quite intensive sometimes. Like, we can be in, the, I think we recorded five podcasts in, in two days. Like, not, I mean, like, like, not just impromptu podcasts. Like, we had like subject to talk about in a professional manner and that's really hard that's really hard because you, you're not always in the zone you're not always like up for an intellectual conversation it's the same for comedians you know you're not always there and it's uh, so when you like you said if you go to a comedian you're like go on mate make me laugh like you know it's it's not always gonna end up peachy is it you know, if somebody did that to me, I mean, I'd love to dabble in the art of comedy, right? Stand-up comedy. If somebody was like, hey, you know what? Tell me a fucking joke. I'd be like, you know, I don't know. I'd probably say something like, go fuck your mom. You know what I mean? Tell me tell me how funny that turns out. Something like that. I mean, it's just, it's one of them things, man. Like you said, it's, I mean, you turn it on and off, and sometimes you just don't feel like fucking doing it. You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy how people expect you at a drop of a fucking dime. To sit there and come up with a goddamn joke that's gonna make him laugh. I mean, it, I don't know. It just. I just walk around with a mirror all the time and just be like, just very calmly and very casually. Like, you want to hear something funny? You want to see something really fucking funny? Put your arm around his shoulder, you flip it around, you flip it over, you like, you have to look at fucking face every single day. Have a nice day. See you later. Goodbye. There you go. That's hilarious. For me, that's hilarious. You know, something personal. I, I, I feel like uh, jokes are uh, an art, aren't they? You know, there's, there is an art to writing perfect joke. And this is why I can make a lot of money. Um, but come up with that sort of humor. I went to see one of my favorite comedians, a guy called Ross Noble. Ross Noble. And he's a, he's a, he's a dirty guy. Uh, so that means you can't see you guys Newcastle, and he's a randomest comedian. And what he does is he 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 uses the audience as part of his show, and he will he will talk about what's going on around him. And this guy, I swear to God, this guy can talk about the inside of the for an and still make it entertaining. I've seen him twice. And comedians are because they are genuine geniuses. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like when it comes to stand-up comedy, you know, people aren't going to always like what they hear, you know? A lot of people aren't going to appreciate the art, man. They're really not. You know, it takes a lot of balls to sit there and get on stage and make a lot of people fucking laugh. I mean, you're talking about a room full of 250 people, 10,000 people, I mean... It's fucking crazy, it really is. Well, when you think about the numbers, yeah, of course it is because in this day and age, 
um, hundred years that wants to be PC, that they don't want to hear the, the cussing words and the, you know, anything bad, LGBTQ or anything like that, you know, rate or religion, they, they want to hear those things, they want to hear the, uh, the fun little quirky things that aren't going to affect everyone, but then you've got the people that want to go in balls deep in that shit, and absolutely love to play in that ball field, and um, it's one of those times at the moment where you've, you've kind of, you've got certain artists for certain things, you know, um, like you've got your Richard like, Fijibase is, is one of those people that you know he's just gonna he's just gonna hurt you. He's just gonna hurt you like but you're gonna find it hilarious. You know, I, I kinda feel like these stand up comedians, man, they get a bad rap though. You know, you go around telling you jokes, you tell around your your fucking your bits and everything. I mean essentially every time he tour you're coming up I don't know, you're trying to work on your material. You're trying to see what fucking magic potion is going to work at that minute, you know, that moment. And once you get the chemistry right, then you got something. But you got to figure out where it's at, you know, where it's at, you know? Yeah, that's it. It's not just about telling jokes, is it? Like you said, it's like working with the crowd. It's like playing the crowd, which is why I appreciate. Uh, I watched the uh, the episode where, where um, Kevin... Hey Alex, do me a, do me a favor real quick. Turn your camera off. See if we can get a better connection if you turn your camera off. Yeah, let's see if uh, that helps. Um, yeah, Kevin Hart when he went on Joe Rogan. Oh, that's way better. All right. Because he was talking about he was talking about how um, he likes to listen to the sounds of the audience based on his his material. So like. He would spend ages creating his sciences like this show and he wouldn't go take it on tour until it was absolutely perfect because if he wasn't getting the right laughs and he wasn't getting the right sounds um and there's no point in taking it on tour and putting it on video for the world to see but at the same time not every comedian needs to do that some people are just naturally fucking hilarious you know i don't know i i've wanted to do it man i really have you know like, unfortunately, all these comedy clubs are all at night, and then, I don't know, it, it's got to be something fucking scary, though, to get up on stage and just try to make people laugh yeah. that have no interest in whatever you're saying. What do you think about that? I think, I think people just not... I think I just, people are naturally funny. I think, you know, even like, for example, let's, let's talk about like, so, uh, Jim Carrey, for example. Jim Carrey, he's, 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 some people like him, some people hate him, but he's just got that natural ability to make people laugh. Uh, whether you like him or hate him, you got to accept the fact that Jim Carrey is one of the funniest motherfuckers on the planet. I know. Um, he's just got that in him, hasn't he? You just got that ability to put the morph his face into something fucked up that people are going to laugh at, to, to do the voices and crack the, the, the jokes. Some people are just born with that ability. I don't, you can't always learn that. You see, you see people all the time that people used to seeing on, on the TV with a fucking, you know, a broomstick up their ass that kind of like up straight trying to be funny and then it just doesn't come out. Like, um, so I, I do feel like uh, it's the same about anything. Um, if you if you were 
I know. Um, someone that speaks that public, for example, you you can learn like the basics on doing that, but you you've got to kind of want to do it. Like you said, you can't you can't make people laugh if you if your heart's not in it, you know. You know, I kind of feel like you know this guy, this comedian named D.H. D.L. Hughley, right? Famous guy. He's a black guy. He said, you know what, if you don't make the whole fucking room uncomfortable, you're not doing your goddamn job. You know, I kind of feel like that really resonates when you're talking about stand-up comedy. Because you know what, not everybody's going to know what exactly you're saying. Not everybody's going to respond to the jokes, but if you make them a little bit uncomfortable, you know, it's a little fucking funny in, in its own right, you know? That's a certain type of, of, of comedy that people enjoy. I mean, let's go back to Ricky Gervais because that, that, that Golden Globe speech that he just gave recently, you look, you look at that footage, there are like two people that's enjoying that. One of them is Scorsese because he doesn't give a fuck, he's done his thing now. The other one is DiCaprio, where he's like, yeah, yeah, I like to fuck young women, that's fine, I, I don't mind that, that's funny. And then everybody else is just so uncomfortable. But you then, then go back and you look at how many views that video has, and it's tens of millions of people watch that video. Hey man, it's fucking beautiful, man. Like, he has a powerful message to send out to everybody, but not everybody gets it, you know? It's just, it goes to show you, though, that most people are fucking sheep, man. I mean, they don't have their own original thoughts popping up in their brains, and then they don't know, they don't understand the art. I think, I think um, with Hollywood, I, I do. I mean, I, I can't really say an awful lot because I'm learning about Hollywood. Hollywood has been something that, been obviously, everyone is aware of. Everyone is aware of what what Hollywood is and kind of what goes into becoming the next Hollywood star, uh, but the inner workings of it uh, and the, the kind of how people go about their day-to-day is kind of something I'm starting to learn about now and, you know, the, the, the day-to-day in our gym by knowing all that shit's going on, like your Harvey Weinstein's, you know, like all that shit that's going on, the casting character sort of shit. A lot of the people that are just doing their thing, the acting thing, that knows, they all know what's going on. They've all got their head in the sand, and they're all just kind of like, if I just keep quiet and keep doing my thing, I'll be okay. I'll be fine. I'm not involved with it. I know what's going on, but I'm just doing my thing. I'll be fine. And I think that's the way it is with Hollywood. I just feel like there's a very ignorant, narcissistic sort of nature to it. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in Hollywood that I guess a lot of us would not understand. You know, it just kind of goes back to kind of hip-hop, though. You know, a lot of people say that a lot of these hip-hop artists that are coming up in the in nowadays, you know, I've been coming up for probably a decade now. There's a lot of homosexuality that kind of happens behind the scenes. And they're like, you know what, you got to do some sexual favors. You gotta suck my dick, you gotta get, bend over and take it, and this is like all that for just a little payday. I mean, I don't, I don't fucking get it. But then you talk about, though, you talk about maybe your Eddie Murphy's, you talk about, 
your Jamie Foxes, your black comedians, a lot of them have dressed up in drag. You know, and, and Dave Chappelle kind of spoke on it a little bit. He was like, you know what, that is something I will not fucking do. Is dress up as a fucking lady, as a woman. You know, you gotta have a lot of respect for people like Dave Chappelle, man. You really do. I mean, Chappelle is like, Chappelle is, he's an enigma, right? There's, there's more going on there that people know with Chappelle. I mean, obviously, he just he disappeared. And he's tipped, he, he's kind of told people little bits about what was going on, you know, the Illuminati bullshit that, was, that he, was, he was talking about. Uh, and a lot of it is believable. You know, a lot of it, a lot of it is believable. They got chased out of Hollywood, you know. But we don't know. We don't, we don't really know the full ends of it, which I think is even scarier. Maybe one day we'll find out the real reason. Well, this guy's making so much fucking money. It doesn't even matter if he he jumps into Hollywood anymore. I mean, he's got his own Netflix deal, you know, where he's he's making millions of dollars, and he doesn't sit there and have to degrade himself to make people laugh. He doesn't have to do that. Not anymore. Anyway, I mean, like his early his early flicks. I mean, you know what? He's he's he's, he's just a, a genius on stage. He's he's a great sketch comic comic as well. Like you know, some of the characters that he's come up with over the years are iconic, absolutely iconic. Jumps that he's, he can stand the test of time. Um. But yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, like, there are the people out there that will that will stand proud and do what they want to do. But then there's the ones that will stand proud and be like, "No, I ain't doing that for you." And Chappelle is one of those people. You know, I just don't understand why people would sit there and dress like a woman. I don't. I don't fucking get it, man. Like, if if I, <clears throat> you know, eventually when I, I I jump into stand-up comedy, if somebody was like, you know what, we need you to dress up like a woman, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that. That's fucking crazy. Not doing that. Fuck your life. You know I what I mean? I can't say shit because I, I spent next to a year playing um, an ex-drag entertainer. <laughs> what? On side, I work, at, <laughs> I, I work as, as an actor at uh, Shrewsbury Dana prison. Um, it's a closed prison. It closed in 2013, uh, but they use it as a tourist attraction now. Whoa, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Why are you dressing up like a woman? I don't get it. Uh, uh, okay, so I've got, to, I've got to go back to the beginning, right? So uh, when I first moved to Shrewsbury, 2017, I was right. looking for something to, something to do to, to meet new people. And um, as part of Thorskin, uh, the show you've just been on, All right. um, I went to Octo Oktoberfest. And in Oktoberfest, they had a tent there, which was run by the prison. A little, a little taster, scare experience of what they do at the prison. I introduced myself as a member of the Foreskin podcast. Can I come and see what you guys do in the prison? They said yes. Uh, they, they, they let me dress up as a zombie and take part in one of their <laughs> Halloween events. Right. So I, I started doing a zombie thing. I got. To oh my god! This is gonna be a good story, isn't it? Would you like? It is. It's quite cool because right? these these guys are now like family to me, right? Um, it turns out I was actually quite good. Um, they, they've offered me so many different roles. I mean, I've, I've ventured into voice acting and all sorts, but like, um, I'm very good with accents and, and, and portraying characters and stuff. So, um, I, at that prison, I, I've played an Irish chef. 
uh, I had a, I had a secret little bar uh, where people would come into the bar. We'd have disco lights. We'd have a bar with beer. You grab all your things. But when the when the guard comes in, the lights go off. The curtain goes around the bar, and you just sit and you pretend like nothing's happening. Okay. Uh, and we do stuff like that. And uh, I would be uh, there was one time I was this uh, I was a psychopathic butcher where they come into my fucking butcher and they'd listen to my story and I'd send them into the fucking slicer who was my animal and he's gonna tear you to pieces. You know all these things that I would do. Um, and I just rolls. Um, and they do this thing called prison break. Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm playing uh, a gym nut who's uh, going a bit crazy because he has got his career tin. Um, uh, but before that, I was yeah, I was, I was a drug artist. It was funny. I, I was I was just going around in a, in a wig with makeup on, and uh, if someone just walked into my cell, I'd go fucking mental. And I'd, I'd <laughs> I don't mind doing stuff like that. It's just fun, man. I, I like just getting lost in a character. But the only thing I, I, I struggled with that is I didn't want to pick anyone because, of course, like, you have like a dozen or more people through a, a time. And of course, there are gay people that take part. I want to portray this character um, as if I were taking the piss, you know. Um, but it was a lot of fun because I, I, at times I had this like this funny like feminine voice and I'd be like, oh, so you just come into my room, yeah? It's not too good, is it? I don't just walk into you and catch you in your own no, 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 no. But like, when the women walk past me, they're like, all right, darling, can I get your number? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's, my, that's, my, that's my thing, though. I like just having fun. So yes, I'm dressed. In fact, if you were on my Facebook, you'd see lots of pictures of me in dresses and things. Like wow. That. Oh, man. Yeah, damn. Know, so how do you how do you do that though? I don't. I mean, I don't know. There's nothing inside of me that would be like, okay, dress like a fucking woman. I mean, I I can't fucking do it. I can't. How do you justify that? And your your wife, I'm I'm assuming though, she's okay with it, right? How does your wife feel about it? Does she like it? My wife finds it hilarious. <laughs> She thinks it's funny. She knows who I am. I've, I've, I've always been this way. I've always been just a, a fun guy. I'm always singing around the house. I'm always doing these funny voices and accents and things like that. That's just how I've always been. It's because I've dressed up in a, in a wig and a makeup jeans. Changes fuck all, basically. You know, just going, going back to Dave Chappelle, though, when he. There's a couple of interviews, though, when he talks about you know, minorities having to dress up as females to get, I don't know, get put over, as as they say. You know, I don't know, I just, I mean, just everything that he says about it just kind of resonates really fucking hard. I mean, you get that message loud and clear that Hollywood is just like, you know what, if you're a minority, this is what you have to do. And it's just like, fuck that, man, I'm not gonna do that. Like, that's fucking crazy. I mean, it'd be something else if you're okay with it, I guess, but I just, I don't know, personally, as, as a man, I just, I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, it's cool that you won't, you, you know, you would want to do it, but I just, I couldn't personally see myself sitting there and just being like, okay, I'm wearing a dress, I'm fucking, I'm a lady today, and this is what's going on, you know, like, I don't know, I can't, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> 
know, wear a makeup, I'm a lady today. I mean, I might be doing it as a role, but um, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I mean, I feel I feel like a lot of people need to be treated and stuff. And I think maybe like with with current affairs, with like uh, the Me Too movement, uh, with everything that's going on at the moment, all these changes air quotations now you can't see it, but like these changes that are coming into Hollywood and to acting things like maybe there might be people that will be less sort of vague and uh, more true to themselves but I don't know man it's Hollywood isn't it like people like no one in Hollywood is real are they I mean the, the ones well, that's that a good point are, I like that stand out you know what what do you think about that though I mean we're, we're talking about I don't know. You're a white guy, right? For everybody out there listening. So, yeah. so you got approached and you were like, okay, well, we'd like to see you as a lady. You know, I mean, is that what happened or was it something that you came up with or how did it happen? Um, they, they very much knew who I was. They knew, they knew my balance and knew probably say yes or no to. And they were probably sat there laughing and joking, and they, they were like, who would dress up in a wig? And they were like, yeah, I'll be out. Absolutely out. I was happy to do it, because um, I like just having fun. There's no, um, the only thing I want to do is I walk around, I wouldn't walk around and be bollocks, naked. I wouldn't do that shit. <laughs> wants to see that. Like, <laughs> I don't see it as degrading them, and I think it's personal to everybody. Uh, whether you're a minority or not, I think it's personal to everyone. You can say no, and if you say no, it shouldn't affect your career. You know, I just don't know, man. That's fucking crazy to me. It really is. Just somebody approaching you, you're like, you know what? We're gonna need you to dress up as a woman, and you're just like, fuck your life. Like, why? I mean, I got so much material. Why do I got to sit there and degrade myself by dressing up as somebody that I don't want to, I don't know, I don't want to implement my own act. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's you though, isn't it, man? That's per like I said, it's personal to you. Uh, to me, I don't mind going out and trying out all these roles. Um, I think it's fun. Um, the best role I ever had there was, um, they wrote it specifically for me because they knew it would be perfect for me. And that was bad I don't play bad tennis. So I had this like stubble. I had this like uh, this uh, this this Santa suit that was too small for me in a t-shirt underneath with like shit all down it. My my, my underpants all like pulled up over. <laughs> uh, this fucking shitty hat. And I'd be in the shower. Air quotations again. I'd be in the shower with a bottle of whiskey. It was apple juice, but it was whiskey. Uh, and I'd burst out. I'd be like, "What the fuck do you want?" And then all the kids. Would Say kids, they're like adults, uh, it's like 12 plus. So I'd be like, What the fuck? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Like, it was like the perfect role set for me because there's nothing I love more than getting in people's grill and really just fucking putting them on the spot and scaring them and intimidating people. Because as a role, as a, as a, as a, an actor, I was, I, I'm not going to say it seriously, I'm an actor because it's only the prison I've done that. But in that situation, like putting people on the spot and intimidating is the best feeling in the world. Wow. You feel like fucking, you feel like fucking God, man. Really? If you can do it, if, if you can pull that off, because not everybody can do it. Some people are shy. Some people won't swear and get in. Like, I mean, when I was the, when I was the butcher, right, I had this big wooden knife that I'd 
bang on the table and I, I, I come and put it in people's faces and mm. I get in their face and I, I, I'd like grab girls, women's hair and sniff it and be like, mm, you know, wow. really creepy. Like not everybody can do that. No, nobody's got the fucking kahunas to do that. And I, 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 I really revel in that sort of shit. I think it's great. You know, it's kind of like Buffalo, I don't know, Buffalo Bill, right? Like in, uh, I don't know, well, you saw him in like maybe Joe Dirt and like uh, Hannibal Lecter. You know, this guy that just, he was like, you know what, you need to put the lotion on your skin or I'm going to fucking fuck your life up, right, basically. <laughs> and he was just like, all right, well, fuck it, man. I'm going to I'm gonna embrace that fucking role. Why not? Now... <laughs> you know this is this is fucking amazing man I mean when you come across somebody that just doesn't give a shit and it's just like you know what it is what it is I'm ready I'm fucking ready to do this it's fucking awesome man much respect I, I enjoy it I, enjoy, I like being the center of attention so uh, being something like that is, is an awful lot of fun to me um, and I guess that's why all the podcasts but I mean I mean I spoke to you before about the podcast stuff it's like I do that the underlying thing there is to help people like, I do like to give people something to do because I know it's like feeling you know I know it's like to have a death like silence really is fucking deafening right it's like when you're sat in a room and you've got to say like I know the internet's down there's nothing on TV you've got to be at home because I don't need wait for a fucking refrigerated to be delivered between fucking seven o'clock and you're up there and you've got nothing there to do like silence is fucking horrible boredom is a bitch so i like to give people something to do uh, so that being the center of attention and, and making something that people happy is kind of like where i want where i like to be You know, when I do my podcast, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, I never know what I'm going to do. But whatever we're going to do, though, it's going to be fucking awesome. And people are going to watch. They're going to fucking enjoy it. And if they don't like it, they can just tune off. And, you know, maybe the next episode will be fucking better than the last. Kind of feels like Thor skin, though, is breaking ground. It really is. You guys, you guys are doing some beautiful stuff out there, and I, you know what? I feel embarrassed to sit here and say though, that I didn't realize that. You know, you guys are doing some beautiful stuff out there in the world, and you know, unfortunately, I didn't fucking realize it at the time. But you know, some good stuff. You know, I feel like the last episode that me and you and Tom did was really good. I feel like it was a great show. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, and, I mean, I, Thorskin is something I, I can do, like, I'm very minimal notes. I mean, what, where's my book gone? Well, I, I literally just wrote down a list of things that were sent on the, on the messenger. Um, a messenger group. No, like, there's no script or anything. I feel comfortable with time. It's nothing that we sit and do without any prompting. And it's, it's fun for us. It, it, we know what, who we do it for. Um, but the thing is, with Thorskin, it was like, 
it was only getting so much traction. It was getting the same hits every month. Every month, it wasn't really growing. It wasn't doing anything. So it was kind of like, uh, it's got to, it's got to be something wrong. Then. There's got to be some reason why. Mr. Alex Wiley. Audience every month. So I was like, listen. I want to tell you something, brother. I really do. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you, I really don't, but I feel like if you have me on the show, we can make Thor skin bigger than it's ever fucking been. Because I, you got something going, you really do. Now, for people not to appreciate it, it's fucking garbage. It really is. It's very unfortunate that people do not respond. That they, You're not reaching the right people, you're really not. You know, you're saying it's not growing, you're saying this and that, but man, you got something going, man. You really do. Now, if you have me on the show, I'd like to keep Thor skin alive because I believe in it. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna go on a fucking record and say that I believe in your product. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate it, but we've we've got to do something. We've got to do something to like, like I said to you before. Uh, last time I was on the show, like I don't do this for fame or fortune. I really don't. I, I do this because I want I want to make something for for the people that appreciate us. I want to make something for our audience. But at the same time, if there is an opportunity out there to push it in a, in a direction where it can grow to help more people. I'm going to do that and it was never going to happen with Thorskin. We tried so many different things and so many different angles. Um, uh, we're going to put, we are going to put it to one side. There's no, there's no way about it. Um, but you suck, you suck is like this amazing idea that we came up with because, I mean, you've heard it tonight, right? Uh, I think we started off with the podcast talking about pork rinds. We call them like uh, pork scratchings in the UK. Uh, in the US, pork rinds, so there's little differences that we've got in our languages and in our cultures and the way we do things. And I was kind of like, let's explore that. Let's let's create a show where we can talk to people about their culture, whether it be US or UK, and we can talk to people around us, people that are starting out and doing things like this. So we can get like independent music artists and get them on our show, get them to play some music. That's a different type of show, though, Mr. Alex Wiley. You know, I want to lay out a challenge for you, though. I really do. Now, what what, what if we keep Thorskin alive? You have me on, and we do a couple more episodes. Now, if you don't get the viewership, the listenership that you fucking want, then you fucking kill it, right? No, no questions asked. No qualms about it. But I kind of feel like if you have me on the show, we can keep this, this fucking Thorskin thing alive. I mean, you got... You got a network of podcasts, right? Am I wrong? I didn't hear about what you just said. I'm just going to assume you said, yeah, Thorskin's amazing, Alex. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I really loved that show. Please don't kill it because I was on it and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, but, um, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Yeah, basically what I'm saying, though, is... You bring me on Thorskin, a couple more episodes, and if it's not getting the viewership, the listeners that you guys want, then you fucking kill it, right? No questions asked. Um, yeah, 
signal's going bad again. Wait there a second, though. I think I've got an idea. I've got an idea. It could work. It could work, Joe. Wait there. Wait there. Wait for me. Wait for me. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me? Right, okay. Can you hear me? Try something. Uh, uh, I can. I can hear you now. All right. When you go to uh, long sentences, this one's like, yes, yeah, yeah, What I was going to do was, um, I kind of feel like door skin is a beautiful thing for the people, though. Like, you're, you're talking about killing yeah, it, and I'm like, all right, well, I don't think you should kill it, you know? You know what I mean? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just trying out different things, trying to get this to work. Well, Joe Magnus, I'm going to be in there. Joe Magnus. Um, well, yeah, <clears throat> you saw um, uh, it's going to be something great because not only does it give us uh, a license to work on new different things, brand new ideas. It gives them an opportunity to create our own uh, identity because those inside us are something completely different. You know, it started off me and my friend James, Jimmy, um, two English guys talking about things we don't talk about anymore. If you go to episode one, Thorskin, I do now, folks, go listen to episode one of Thorskin podcast. It will sound completely different to what we mean you've just recorded. Uh, and I wanted to do that with Tom because Tom is my is my is my absolute okay, he's, he's my homie man. What we've done together is we created something great. This great chemistry, this great partnership between us. And so, what's the difference? Which is part of you suck is going to be our new adventure together. Like, and uh, then there's going to be the weekly bazaar with uh, me and another guy called Shane Chebsey, where we're going to talk about the fucked up stories in the news. Uh, like the, the weird stuff that you're not going to hear on CNN, we're going to take that around the pubs, we're going to do it live in front of people. And there's going to be Superhero Barfight, who already worked, do shows for us on Thorskin. We're going to transfer all their shows over. They have an imaginary bar, they, they both come with a hero, one of them comes with a hero, one comes with a villain, and they would they talk about who would win out of who, and it's all completely random, it's funny as fuck. And they're all going to be three separate shows all under the use of umbrella. I think it's fantastic. It's ambitious as fuck, but I love it. Yeah, I don't know. You're talking about killing it, though. You're talking about killing a show that's uncensored, no rules. I mean, I, I think it's a bad thing all day, man. I really do. I think that the reason the reason why we're killing it is because it's got no rules. Like, you know, I want to I want to get we've we've had celebrities come on talking. Ralph fucking Garman come on our show. He's one of the biggest podcasts on the planet. You know, I don't even know who the but fuck that is. Come on, uh, Ralph Garman is um, he does the the extra voices on Family Guy. He's on the Joe Schmo show. Um, he's he's been on loads of things. Um, he was uh, in Ted. Ted, um, but he's, 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 he does a show with uh, Kevin Smith called Hollywood Babylon, one of the biggest podcasts on the planet. And uh, he does all these, he does voices, he does like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Al Pacino, all these great voices. He's one of our heroes because it's one of the first podcasts I listen to, man. and it's massive. Uh, so, Alex, I've got to come on the show. 
Uh, I'm telling you, killing uh, Thoriskin would be one of the worst ideas you've ever come up with. I'm telling you right now. Let me stop you real quick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a piss and then you just go on a rant talking about whatever you want and I'll be back in like uh, less than a minute. Okay, you want me to fill some air for a bit? I can do that for you on my podcast. Let's talk about this coronavirus shit, okay? Let's talk about all you motherfuckers out there panic buying. Okay, I went today uh, to a place called Home Barns in the UK. Show to home bargains. Uh, and I'm sure it's the same for you motherfuckers in America or in Australia, Dubai, wherever the fuck you're listening. And uh, I went to buy a birthday present for my friend Matthew. Happy birthday, Matthew. It's his 30th. And I went to buy some wrapping paper, some booze, and uh, I needed toilet paper. I had two rolls of toilet paper left in the apartment, so I had to go and buy toilet paper. I had to join in with this motherfucking craze that everybody is a part of right now and I hated every fucking second of it. So I turned up to the store, I did my bits, I grabbed my my, 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 uh, my airborne bottle Desperados. It's a shout out to the good times. Remember, man, like we had some good times drinking Desperados, getting fucked up and uh, doing crazy shit like you, know, you do when you're younger and have no kids' responsibilities or I worry about how big your waistline is going to get. Anyway, um, so <laughs> the last thing on the list was toilet roll. Uh, there was I wanted to get a four-pack of toilet roll to prove a point, really, that I'm not doing some boarding uh, panic buying shit. didn't have any, so I buy a nine-pack, which is a joke. Anyway, I picked up the, 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 the nine-pack, and I waited in the biggest fucking checkout <laughs> in the world. I mean, this, this queue from the checkout goes round the corner, right? And I'm seeing motherfuckers with toilet rolls stacked up in their trolleys or their, their, their carts, as you call it in America. Uh, they're, they're, the queues are around. People are buying all sorts of shit that they just don't need. It's coronavirus panic. And I'm stood in this queue for 45 fucking minutes because I need my birthday present for my friend. Now, <coughs> you 
guys that contribute to that shit, I think you, I hope you get coronavirus, and I hope you bleed out of your ass. I'm only joking, really. I mean, seriously. Uh, okay. There you go. Woo! Damn. I love it. But yeah, I don't. I don't think you should kill foreskin, yeah. man. Thor skin, you yeah. know, you shouldn't fucking kill it. That's fucking crazy. I don't want to kill it either, but you know what? Sometimes you've you've got to you've 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 got to I don't know uh, cut a, a worm in, in the middle to make two worms. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like uh, it's it's a big thing for us. It's a really huge thing for us because. We are so comfortable doing what we're doing for a while. We've, we've tried so many different things. Can I can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on. All right. So, what are the reasons that you want to kill? Is it because nobody's listening? Nobody's really buying into it? I mean, what is it? I think the reason is not that people are listening, man. People listen all around the world. Um, but we we. Want to expand our audience by getting bigger guests, and to get bigger guests, you have a you have to have a reputation as a, a as a solid show, as, as something that people aren't going to be worried about. Now, over the years, we've we've changed our identity so many fucking times. We've been so many different things as Boskin. Um, but if someone was to go and pick a random show of uh, of Thorskin and and listen as a, as a bit of research before they come on our show. I'm worried about what the fuck they're gonna listen to, like, because we we've done we've got no holds barred shit, and like, we've been like I get I used to get fucked up on whiskey and make them say some of the most horrendous shit, but it was it was fun at the time, you know. Um, I wanna I wanna take our what we do seriously in some sort of regard. So I want to get people in talk about the things that they enjoy and they love, and that's their passion. I'm not gonna put that in our hands as talking stat at the moment, like with the way we used to run the show. So, the only way we can help more people is to get on more respectable guests. And the only way we can get more respectable guests on is if we have a more respectable show. So, we are, like, Thorskin, uh, what's the difference, which is uh, replacing Thorskin, is very much Thorskin. Is, that is the show. It's just been replaced with something that's got a little bit more structure and a little less cunt words in it because, like, <laughs> words. I will use it on occasion, um, but you know, there's times when you got to be in. I mean, Ricky Ray is a is a great comedian, but he's not for everyone. He's not. He's not gonna. Someone's gonna go and speak to Ricky Gervais about uh, I don't know uh, some uh, festival they're putting on to raise money for cancer research or something. Like they're not gonna necessarily. Uh, they may come and speak to us. Even though they swear a little bit, their, their heart's in the right place. Do you know what I mean? You know, can I ask you a question here? I want to ask you something. What What if What if we get Thorskin alive, right? I don't know. I don't know if you'd be up for it. But what if we have Thorskin alive, we do it once a month, and you have me on. And if you don't get more fucking listens... More fucking hits than you've ever gotten on that fucking show. Then you can go in and kill it. You know, we give it a couple couple episodes, you know, two or three, right? Uh, it's already been decided by the peers, my friend. It's already been decided. The fate of Thorskin will be sealed next week on our last episode. 
Uh, we've got the whole team, the whole USUC team coming in to to talk to us on that last episode. We're going to talk about all the great things, all the great shit we're going to be doing with Thorskin. Uh, USUC, uh, Thorskin's going to... I think I'm going to give it a Viking funeral. I'm going to send it away on a long ship, set it on fire, send it down the river. I mean, we're putting it to one side. I would I would love to, to carry on doing something like that, but... Uh, you know what? I do so much in, like, public and in the community around Shrewsbury I do so much where I've got this reputation of everybody knows I do this show and there's a lot of people that, that probably listen to it that listen to the biscuit too but there's also a lot of people that don't um, and uh, they don't for a reason um, but I'm trying to the best the best way of putting it is I have a reputation that I've built up that I want to kind of keep I want to keep it is that we are being we are being very Thorskin esque, but we're we're being um, cla- like we'd be disrespectful in a classy way. Does that make sense? Well, how about Back this though? How about we come up with a new show? We have it on the Joe Madness page. Cause you know what? I mean, my my fucking listeners are are used to some savage fucking shit. You know, I mean, everything I do is fucking crazy. You know, I get so many fucking hits. I get new fucking listeners every fucking day. New followers. We revamp it. We call it something else. And we shove it down people's fucking throats, you know? I mean, I think it'd be a beautiful fucking thing for people around the world. People in the States. To listen to. I mean, if you're up for it. If you're not, then, you know, it's all good. Uh... Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. At the moment, right, I, I mean, I, I, my camera's off at the moment. I, I will, I'll show you my schedule um, at some point. My schedule for the biscuit is fucked, man. It's fucked. Like, if I showed you my calendar, it looks like it's got all kind of coronavirus, herpes, AIDS, everything. Oh, it, it's crazy. It's lit up with all kinds of different colors right now. Because like I mean I look at I look at tomorrow. Tomorrow I have a tour around Castlefields and Shrewsbury. Uh, Monday is the release for the Hive. Then I've got um, a meeting on the 18th. I've um, a, a, an interview at a brewery on the 19th. I have two things on the on, on the 20th. I've got prison break. I've just got crazy crazy schedule. Um, I mean the idea with uh, with you uh, actually with the Weekly Bazaar was that I would do a show that somebody else would edit for me. And that's turned out to me being editing it myself. So, uh, yeah, you know, the only thing I can say about it, though, um, about this show, it would be unedited, unscripted, and, you know, we do it like once a month. You know, I got a lot of material coming out. I think this would be something good for everybody that watches and tunes into the Joe Madness show. You know what I mean? I think it'd be great. Yeah, well, I'll think about it. I'll definitely consider it because I love, I mean, what I love about me and you, Joe, is that we started off with this fiery fucking thing between us. I love that about us. Um, and I, I love that, that we can um, we can go off on, on subjects and, and get into heated debates about stuff. I really do. I think that's a good idea. I mean, <laughs> You know, the thing, Mr. Whiteley, though, I don't mean to interrupt you, though, but I don't get really upset about anything. 
I really don't. It's all a fucking show, man. It's all for entertainment. And unfortunately, you just got the, uh, I don't know. You got the short end of the fucking stick, you know, that fucking night. And, you know, I did apologize. You know, I'm fucking sorry about that. But uh, I don't. Actually, let's not get into that shit again. Yeah. That's not what I'm, I'm, I'm aiming at. But what I'm saying is, is I've got this Thor skin thing where I, I don't mind getting balls deep. And you've got this fucking crazy ass Cerberus temper that you've got. Um, it's crazy fucking, you, you don't mind going like crazy at people. I like that. That's cool. I think it's really good. And I've said to you before, I think there's a place for that in the in the market at the moment. I think uh, what you're doing, um, what you were doing with reviewing people's podcasts, calling people on the bullshit, is great. Um, I mean, what happened between you? I don't want to keep bringing it up because I know I know you don't want to talk about it, but I, I love Keith. Keith's great. Like, But hopefully one day we can sort that out between us. Um, but I love that maybe we could, we could probably work together at some point. Because uh, we've got that between us. That's the point I'm trying to make. But um, yeah, we will think about maybe if I just come on as a regular guest, you know, I can be I can be your your Eddie. <laughs> Does that make sense? What is that? What is an Eddie? What is that? Um, it's Eddie. Like, you know, for uh, Joe Rogan. You watch Joe, Joe Rogan? He has Eddie on the show. Who the fuck is Eddie? I've watched Joe Rogan. I don't know fucking Eddie. Who the fuck is Eddie? No idea who he is. No fucking idea. Tell me about Eddie, though. Who the fuck is Eddie? You talking about Jamie? The the guy that looks up stuff? The guy you talking about? Jamie doesn't really talk. Are you there? Sorry, my signal's not coming. It's the word you say. Oh, I'm talking about Jamie though. Jamie's the guy that looks up everything. I mean, I, he doesn't really talk much, but I don't know when Eddie though. No, I'm talking about. No, Eddie Bravo is the guy that goes on Eddie Rogan. He's been on Joe Rogan. Oh, Eddie Bravo. And he's, okay. Uh, he's in yeah, he's on his show all the time. He's conspiracy theorist. He's the guy that does crazy ass good jujitsu. Yeah, we can we can do something like that. I mean. We're gonna have to try to figure out this internet bullshit, but yeah. I mean, if we can figure that out, we're fucking in business, you know? Might have to do it uh, off a of live or something. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. For some reason tonight, I'm closer to the Wi-Fi, but it's not fucking working that great. But for the most part, though, you can, you can hear what you're saying. And people are still watching. We got about, uh, I don't know, 20,000 fucking people <laughs> fucking watching us. So, it's fucking awesome. Well, hello to the, the internet. Hello, my name is Alex White. <laughs> Woo! I fucking love it. That's awesome. I love it. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll fucking have you on as a regular, man. I love that idea. It's great. Fucking, it's a billion dollar idea, man. It really is. I think it'd be great. Uh, I mean, I need to get Usopp launch. Usopp launches on the on the first of April. I want to get that launched first. I've got so many great ideas for for that. Um, but uh, once that's launched, then I can sell a bit. And once I, you know, 
sort my life out. There's lots going on in my life and I'm not prepared to sit here and chat about at the moment, but once it's all sorted, I will. I'll open up about what's going on. Um, but once I'm a bit more settled and used to up launch, maybe we can put our heads together and put something together, you know, because I, I think what we should do is look at making a show that can ruffle some feathers but put, bring people together as well. Does that make sense? Well, what kind of show do you think that would be? Let me ask you that. Okay, right. All right. Uh, for example, let's talk about Simon Cowell. Let's Woo! Talk about Simon Cowell, right? He's a cunt. I know he's a cunt, right? But what, what that motherfucker does, Simon Cowell, he's straight up like, you know, he's famous. Like, you shit. Your music's shit. I don't like you. You're terrible. But then he'll, like, he'll create magic. And this motherfucker, he's made billions and billions and billions of dollars uh, by being a cunt, right? And All right. Because he knows what he's looking at he knows what he's doing uh, and i feel like we could we could have some sort of podcast x factor type shit going on you know you know i don't know that could be awesome though i mean what type of level are you trying to do this though are you talking about are you talking about reviewing podcasts or are you trying to do something else or what what are you talking about Podcasters talk about their shows and stuff. We know what we're talking about. Whatever, whatever. I mean, as long as it's us just chatting on a microphone, um, we can come up with some topics, get people to send in stuff for us to talk about. Whatever, you know, I'm easy. I'm easy, baby. <laughs> Maybe you can. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can try to. As soon as we upgrade some equipment, we can have you sitting there as a female and just dressed up in drag. I think that would get a lot of people listening and watching, you know? Only if, it, only if it's for the right price, man. Only for the right price. I'm, I'm a classy broad. Um, that's respectable. Uh, yeah, that's respectable. Yeah. You know, this podcasting thing, though, a lot of people do not realize that you can go a many a ways with it. There is not one set formula out there. And it, I, I kind of feel like a lot of people just like copying a lot of the other stuff that people are doing and they're not doing their original stuff you know they're not doing anything that they came up with organically as you will right this is a funny subject for me because I'm just about to kill the show that I organically came up with um, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are creating organic shows that sound the same but because they're organic i mean uh, conversation is conversation right you, you hear a group of people sitting on a step on, on the steps chatting they sound like a group of people sat on the steps chatting you see people on the fountain sitting around chatting they sound like a group of people sitting around chatting they all everybody just sounds the same but that's because that's life like people having organic conversations is life and that's what it sounds like You've got to learn to to take what is a normal sounding thing and to let it stand out. And that, like people like Joe Rogan, uh, uh, Mark Maron, um, Kevin Smith, they, they they hit those niches, those, those kind of topics that, or those subjects and those kind of niches that uh, people respect to, people uh, respond to. Should I say, like Joe Rogan? 
he likes to he likes to get people that that stoner talk. You know, there's let's, oh, let's talk about mushrooms. <laughs> dark, yeah, I always wanted to hear about that sort of stuff. Mark Maron, he needs to tell how it is. He's like, man, I was walking down the fucking market today and somebody stuck my toe. You know, he's, he's after that real life. Kevin Smith, he likes the geeks. He likes to talk to people about fucking what goes on in Hollywood and yeah, that sort of thing. Like, you've got to take those things, whatever you're doing, and make it stand out. And like, you've got to find your niche. You know, everybody, if everybody sounds the same, it becomes saturated, and that's the problem right now. Well, you know what, Mr. And Wiley, I want to tell you something. What you're doing uh, when you were reviewing All right, so I have had this Joe Madness page probably for three weeks now, right? Something like that. Now, I get a $10 credit from Facebook, and I said, you know what? Let's go and use it and see what happens. You know, I had 26 fucking people following me, right? Nobody I fucking begged. Nobody I begged. Nobody I fucking pleaded with to sit there and be like, you know what? Let's go and follow me. Right? I didn't ask anybody to like my shit. I didn't ask anything like that. I put out an ad with a fucking rat mutilated that I fucking killed. I used that as an ad because the other fucking video that I wanted to fucking post wanted a Facebook to run my shit. They didn't fucking like it. They said I was cursing, they said I was doing this, I was doing that. I said, alright, so what do you think about this ad just using the fucking meme that I have as a page, a picture on my page of a rat, a meme that I fucking killed, I murdered, missing skin off his fucking head, laying down on this, uh, I don't know, this fucking uh, floor pan, right? This little pan. And then... It looks like it's relaxing. I mean, you know what? It's fucking dead. I mean, this, this calls it how we fucking see it. It's fucking dead, right? I killed it. It's chilling on his fucking floor pan. And then at the top, it says, I'm okay, right? Now, if you don't understand that fucking message, fuck your fucking life. I mean, what I'm saying is very fucking clear. Life has you fucking down. It grabs your fucking balls. It tears your new fucking asshole, right? So, my message is simple. It's like, you know what? At the end of the fucking day, you know, it doesn't matter what's happening, what's going on in your fucking life. You're going to be all right. You're still fucking kicking. You're still breathing. What's the problem? So, I run the ad. Matter of days, I'm double my fucking likes, my fucking views, my followers. Talking about four days later, I'm at triple fucking digits. Seven days later, we're sitting at almost 300 fucking strong on followers and fucking likes. Now, the thing, the beautiful thing about ads is that... Whether or not you sit there and ask somebody to follow you or to fucking like your stuff or, or not, they're going to make their own decisions. You know, I'm not a schemer, really not. I never asked anybody to sit there and like anything. I never asked anybody to follow me. So when I'm sitting there at almost 300 fucking followers, I'm sitting there at three fucking digits on fucking likes, and I'm doing an ad that I did not pay for. Right? Facebook fucking gave it to me. 
And they said, you know what? Let's see what you got. Put out a fucking ad. We're gonna help you out. And I put it out in an ad, and that's what I got. So, you know, I think it's a strong fucking message for anybody out there listening, anybody out there watching, that you put out some good fucking content out in the world, something worth the fuck. People are going to fucking like it, and they're going to roll with you. They're going to fucking fuck with you. So, yeah, man. It's, it's fucking awesome. It really is. Yeah. It's really good. I feel like if you... If you, if you connect with a, a community of people, you know, um, one person will tell the other person about you and the other person, you know, it, it's like a domino effect, you know? Um, I've never used a Facebook ad, to be honest. I've always wanted to do things organically. I never thought... I always thought, like... Even for Facebook ads, might might be somewhere trying to force something that's not going to happen. Um, but what I've tried to do is um, with, with the biscuit, the shoes biscuit, is to it's 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 just to like create a good reputation, you know, create good content and and create um, a good atmosphere. Um, and that's what we've done. We managed to do that, and it paid off. Paid off big time. Um, you know what's funny though, Mr. Wiley? It's both a gift and a for all. You know, I, I bring this up because your buddy, Mr. McCleary, right? He sat there and said, and you know what? You're sitting there with three fucking people that are rolling in your crew, loving your shit. And I'm sitting there at 26 fucking follows, right? So we're like, all right, so we're, we're doing a fucking ad on Facebook. The ad does never says, follow me. It never says like anything that I'm a part of. But you know what? When you run a fucking ad, people are going to make their own fucking choices. They really are. So when I ran this ad, I never asked anybody to follow me. I never asked anybody to like anything that I'm fucking doing. But they do it anyways. Because I fucking make content for the people. I really do. So people love it. People like it. And this this whole shit show, right? This fucking dumpster fire that people call the Joe Badness show is catching on. And people don't know what to think about it. They really don't. You know, there's a lot of stuff said. There's a lot of things fucking thought about what I'm doing. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people fucking love it. I'm talking about podcasters that my own fucking peers are sending me fucking artwork. They're sending me stuff. They're giving me a lot of fucking love, a lot of praise on their own show about stuff that I'm doing. You know, it's, it's fucking beautiful, man. It really is. Now, that's not the audience I want, though. I want the audience... To be the fucking world. You know, I'm not limiting myself to one fucking demographic. I want everybody. It's over, you know what, starting at 21 at least. Because I want the kids to listen to what I'm doing. You know, for obvious reasons. But. When I sit there and I say the world's fucking watching. They're listening. That's what I fucking mean. 
We got people from the UK. We got people from Indonesia. Fucking Asia. Fucking uh, the US. Canada. Fucking everywhere. Fucking watching and listening to everything I'm fucking doing. It's a beautiful fucking thing. It really is. Well, you said you were going to have him on the show, right? You got to feel proud about something that you've made. You said you were going to have him on the show and you didn't have him on there. You had him on the show? Yeah, you said you were going to have him on the show and then, uh, I don't know, he wasn't, he wasn't on the show tonight. All right, Mr. Whitley. All right. So he's your friend, right? He's your buddy. <coughs> get him on the line right now. Can you get him on the line? I don't. I don't know. Not if you guys are gonna start arguing. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I don't. I don't want to argue. Honestly. I really don't. <laughs> I don't want to argue. I mean, so I'm not. I'm not looking to argue. I'm just. Uh, just like me and you, we we squashed the beef. We uh, we talked about it. I mean, if he's at, he's able to have a civil conversation about it, then I'm all for it. I mean, if you can get him online right now, then we'll fucking do it. You know. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't want to be a part of something that. I... <coughs> I'm just saying, though. I mean, if you wanna, you wanna squash some beef in the the podcast community, as you as you will, then I mean, I'm all for it, man. I mean, I I don't I don't have anything against the guy. I really don't. I don't know anything about him. You know, I don't have anything against him. I just didn't like. The fact that, you know, I, I sat there and I trolled you. All I did was sit there and say, you know what, you look thirsty. And then I said, oh, okay, with the Bart Simpson, or actually Homer Simpson, fucking uh, meme. And then you guys kind of proceeded to fucking shit on me a little bit. Which, you know what, it's, it's fucking fine. It really is. Like, I wasn't butthurt about it or anything. But if you want to get him on the fucking line to talk about it, and you want to be a mediator, then I'm more than happy to sit here and, you know. I mean, I really don't have anything against the guy. I really don't. So if you're able to get him on the line, then, you know, we'll talk to him. No, it's not a big deal. I've messaged them. I've messaged him. But, like, I... I uh, if it gets nasty, I'm just gonna go. I'm one of these. Someone, I'm like, yeah, do you know that I was I was a Mormon for like ten years? I, I, I'm not, you were I'm a Mormon? No, what you say? Before I was not. I'm not a Mormon. A fucking dormant. Oh, a dormant. Okay. He's, for it. he's up. He's coming on the show, man. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't have anything to say about the guy. I really don't. I mean, I don't know what people are thinking or not, but I mean, it's not me, man. I don't, I don't really care what he's doing. I really don't. Um, the problem we've got is, is um, hold on with that. While someone on the phone calls you, I'll see if Martin goes. All right. So while you work on it, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another piss. Let me know. I'll be back in like a minute. If you want to sit there and ramble about your new show. If you want to ramble about this and that, maybe the coronavirus or whatever you got going on, feel free. People are fucking watching. We got a lot of fucking people watching. So, do your thing, brother. Do your thing. Okay, uh, I'm going I'm I'm to ramble a bit about um, Altered Season, uh, Altered Carbon Season 2, because um, Altered Carbon Season 1 was one of the most beautiful things ever made by Netflix. It was sci-fi. Um, it was beautiful. There's lots of violence, great acting, beautiful written scripts, um, um, and there's titties, titties everywhere. There's a whole, whole uh, like twenty minute um, episode seven. There's a twenty minute fight scene where the main guy, uh, Kobach, no, it's not his, it's his missus, the policewoman. She's fighting. <laughs> This naked broad that he keeps killing. Ah, the clones keep coming out, and they're all naked. They're all fighting. Oh and my God. Naked women dying and fighting. And in season two, no titties. What's that about? Uh, it's just nuts. Um, uh, okay, I'm just messaging uh, Keith right now. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen here. I'm just trying to be a good guy. It's fucking hilarious, man. It really is. You know, uh, you know the great Tom Francis. I don't know if you know who this guy is or not, but uh, he messaged Keith asking him if he had his blessing to, you know, I don't know, do a parody on him, right? So, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's one of them things, man, I mean, me and you were, were fucking square, and he just kind of went the other way with it, you know, which is fine, I didn't appreciate a lot of stuff that he said, but, you know, I don't have anything against anybody, I really don't, if I sat here and fucking, uh, I thought about everything that anybody ever said about me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get anywhere, I really wouldn't, you know what I mean? I mean, the facts are facts, though. I'm not, I'm not on fucking promote your podcast anymore. I have no idea why. But when I sit there and say that I don't need fucking promote your podcast to do my own shit, when I got people fucking watching me, right? I didn't skip a fucking beat, man. I really didn't. I mean, as soon as I hit finish on this fucking video, we're going to have so many fucking hits. 
We're going to have so many people watching afterwards. That, you know what? It's a beautiful fucking thing. It really is. You know? My, my, my fucking videos alone, they get so many fucking hits. They really do. Whether I do them on promote your podcast or I do them on, you know what, my own shit. It's fucking awesome. It really is. People love it. You know, the one thing I won't say about Keith, though, I mean, seriously, I mean, if that's the best fucking group of podcasts he can get together, two wrestling shows, a bit show, and then, uh, I don't know, something else. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna do this, like... What do you got to say? What do you got to say, brother? I mean, we could have an honest discussion. I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. Really not. I mean, I don't like to fight with anybody. I really don't. You know, I like to keep the peace with people as long as it's civil and then everything's going great. I mean, it's all good. You know what I mean? Okay, let's see how this goes. You know, because I don't know if you realize this or not, Mr. Whiteley. But Keith was actually going to be a sponsor to the, uh, you know, what do you call it? The podcast tournament. So, you know what I mean? Now, I don't, I don't know if people wanted his merchandise or not, but, you know, it's, it's a nice thing, though, when, when somebody's willing to donate, you know, some stuff for a greater good, you know, which is... Something I did for the community. I'm sitting there doing a podcast, a tournament for, for, for fucking podcasters. And there are a lot of good podcasts. They really are. I was going to actually ask you if you wanted to be a, a judge if you got some time. I don't know if you're into that or not. All right, turn your camera on, Keith. Turn it off, man. Yeah, Keith, turn your camera off, brother. Yeah. Yeah, turn it off, man. Yeah, the reason why we don't have cameras off on is because of the connection. That's all. Keith, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, that's cool. So, thanks for joining us, man. So, the reason why we do this today is to try and. Marry you, Joe, you and Joe in some sort of peaceful manner so that we can, we can all move on and uh, agree, disagree, and love each other. So, 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 is that serious? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you guys want to make of it. Yeah. Let me just put this out there right now. I'm a cat of a different fucking nature. I love competition, I love competitive nature. So, when I bust someone's balls, it's ain't fun, man. It's a respect. And it's a sport because someone talks shit, someone calls out my fucking name, and I'm like, oh, this is good now. Now we're gonna fucking, we're gonna do some shit. <laughs> I don't hate nobody. I don't fucking, you know, dislike anybody when they call it my shit. I'm like, oh, oh, we're doing this. That's cool. It's a sport now. 
let's hit each other with some witty bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And fucking, then it's cool. You move on. And it's like, all right, that was fun. You know, fucking, you bust balls, man. If, if things ain't that deep, it's not like I'm putting a hit at a motherfucker for saying my name. I think that's ridiculous. Over a fucking, like, social media drama. It's like, nah, man. When someone calls out your name, it's like, oh, game on. Let's do this. What do you want me to say that? I mean, we can sit here and fucking bicker about it all day long, but, I mean, you want to get them on the line, you want to sit there and squash it, and, I mean, it doesn't sound like he wants to fucking squash it, so, I mean, wh whatever you got to say, I'm, I'm all about it. I, I, I think, I think what you guys got is a misunderstanding, okay, because, obviously, uh, what Joe does is, is, <laughs> does come across as aggressive and it's intimidating but it's also got its place in what we do because there, there is a lot of bullshit out there and there is a lot of people out there is a lot of people out there there are a lot of people out there, I should say that, that do push their luck a lot and I think I think we've, we've a bit of tinkering and a few boundaries put in place which we me and Joe have talked about I feel like Joe Joe's probably got a good recipe for something um, but I love I do kind of almost love bickering between you two because I think it does come <laughs> like you said, a bit of competition there, you know. Um, I, I feel I feel like that's just it. I feel like I, maybe what I'm saying is not coming across the right way. But what I'm saying is on my end there was never any hatred or like beef or whatever. It was all in fun, man. You know, I, I don't have anything, uh, I don't have anything bad to say about anybody, I really don't. You know, I always start my videos off usually by saying, you know, if I'm jumping on promote your podcast or wherever it is, you know, I'm like, you know what, this is entertainment, you know, it's for the fucking people. You know, it, it is what it is, you know what I mean? If you get your feelings hurt, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we're all fucking adults. You know, I, I crossed the line by sitting there talking about his wife, you know, Mr. Mr. Whiteley's wife. And I apologize. I really did. Now, you know, as far as what I said about you, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of fed off of what whatever you guys talked about, you know. And then I read your post and I was just like, all right, so people are shitting on me. So I'm going to I'm going to fire back. And it, it wasn't anything in ill will, wasn't it? It was just like, you know what? People are gonna, they're gonna listen to it, they're gonna hear it, and, you know what, it, it makes for fucking good listening, it makes for fucking good viewing, and I don't have any apologies about it, I really don't. I mean, I, I made my apologies about it, I said what I wanted to say, and, you know, like you said, it's, it's all in good sport, it's all in good fucking friction, and, you know, talking shit and whatnot, I mean, people fucking eat that shit up, they really do. Now I'm I'm not I'm not a part of promote your podcast anymore. I'm really not. Now I don't know why they fucking said fuck you, Joe. They fucking deleted my shit, and it is what it is. I mean I I got no say in that. I really don't. I was uh, yesterday. I was talking to my producer, and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna get this dude up and let him know, like, any misconception that I have any like hatred towards or whatever. It was all in fun. It was a sport. It was fucking good times. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fucking shit talk. 
I see my fucking name mentioned in videos, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I ain't mad at this at all because it's fucking competitive. But there's some people that really have a hate on for this cat. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, I'm not that guy. I don't fucking take it personally. I don't get all upset. I don't get butt hurt about it. I'm like, oh, game on. Competitive nature. I'm an MMA player, man. Anytime somebody talks shit, you don't take it personal and be like, oh, this guy really hates my gut. It's like, nah, man. This is what we do. We butt the balls. We have fucking fun with each other. We gotta be competitive because you want to be the best at what you do. And so, therefore, you gotta fucking call out people sometimes and say some shit, you know, and fucking that's what it is. And it's all in fun. It comes from a place of respect. At least you're acknowledging the person's existence. Nice, man. I like that. I think that's good. Well, hey, you know, at the end of the day, I'll tell you right now, you, you know, people can say what the fuck they want about this guy, but it's only out of 11,500 fucking people, it's only him and me that the approach. I said, hey, can I pair into you? Out of almost 12,000 people, ain't nobody else on this cat's radar. Let's do one of my shirts to fucking parody my ass in the near future. So oh, I can add that. <laughs> Like yeah. I said, man, that there is a place for all the description, and it's not just it's not just the arguments and the and the the the, the, um, the competition that comes in with this. It's it is calling out the bullshit that we have to do that because if this stuff goes on unchecked, if people are just making garbage shit and then spamming it everywhere and then pushing us to the back, because do what we can and what we do, and, and Joe will not agree with that. that he, on it, but he does, you know. He, he, <laughs> oh, you love what you're doing, and I, I, I think some, to, uh, you know, you can see your growth. People are, are, agree with that too. Um, but with 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 those sort of with that sort of the nature of that beast, you've got to accept a bit of pushback. Uh, but in this circumstance, I think the pushback between Joe and Keith was pretty fucking spectacular. Wouldn't you guys agree? <laughs> Hey, man, I feel like if you're going to attach your name to something, go all out and make it fucking memorable. You, you know, the one thing I didn't agree with, though, I mean, you know what? I, I talk shit about fucking uh, Alex's wife, you know, and I apologize shortly after. But I don't, <clears throat> you know, when you talk about people who struggle with mental health and everything, you know, I I don't like the fact that you brought my fucking girlfriend into it. You know, she, she, well, you know, bless her heart, man. She's a fucking great person. She really is. Now, when you sit there and, and say that she's fucking done math and stuff and she's never fucking done that, you know, there's a big epidemic in America, you know, a big problem where people struggle with their weight issues and she's not, you know what? She's not a part of that demographic where, you know, women sit there and, you know, they struggle with weight issues and whatnot. I mean... She's a slim fucking 100 pounds, probably 90 pounds, and she doesn't fucking do anything for it. Now, you know, my fucking bad, though. You know what? I fucking talk shit about this guy's wife. I really did, because I didn't have nothing else to go off of, you know? I didn't listen to his fucking material. I probably could have shit on it, but I didn't, you know? And that's why I fucked up. Now, I'm not going to sit there and hate on you for fucking shitting there and, um... You know, shit on my fucking girlfriend, but 
I mean, we all fucking know. I mean, there's there's no reason for that. I mean, you know what I mean? Talk shit about me all you want. Talk about how I fucking look and whatever, but. And that's where I was coming from, right? You know, that was on me. Because I was like, no, I don't do that shit. But I was like, he just fucking talked about this guy's wife and kid. So I was like, yo, if somebody talked about my deceased child, I put money on his fucking head. Why? Well, so I didn't talk about his fucking kid, this. though. I didn't, I didn't do that. He fucking flat out fucking said his wife and kid, bro. And I was like, yo, that's too far. So, I, you know, I was coming from a place of like, all right, taste of his own medicine. Because his girlfriend seems like a really nice person. She don't deserve the shit. And I don't like that I'm going to do it. But it was kind of like, let's see, you know, let, let him see how it feels. And then you apologize. And I was like, okay, cool. And I respected the fuck out of that. I, I give credit where it's due. But I also felt like, okay, let's see. Because I know myself sometimes. I feel a certain way at the moment, and then maybe tomorrow I'll be like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, maybe tomorrow he'll be like, okay, I said what I said because I felt that way last night. But maybe tomorrow it'll be fuck him and his wife again. I don't know. I was skeptical. But to my, you know, fucking disbelief, I was like, shit, I was wrong because you fucking, you guys maintain that kind of peace. And I was like, all right, cool. It's all good. Well, it's so, it's so because there's a lot of, there's a lot of Alex to love. You know, <laughs> but I'm like, for later, you know, I gotta address this shit and be like, hey man, good game. Sorry for talking about your girl because that was out of line, but it was in retaliation for talking about a man's wife. And, you know, I was like, but I gotta fucking address this because I don't like people thinking I hate them because I don't. You know, I don't even dislike the motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, why do people fucking insist I hate someone? I go at people from a competitive nature because this is what we do, it gets people talking. You know, I fucking love it, man. I really do. Like, I, I don't have anything really to say. I mean, you know, whatever I said about your network and podcast, I mean, I kind of fucking meant it. I'm not going to sit there and fucking lie. You know, I, I, I read your post. I read about how you sat there and looked for a group of podcasts. I mean, you might have one. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and lie. You might have one podcast on there. The group of females. It's worth the fuck, but I mean the other ones. I listened to them. I didn't. I didn't fucking like them. You know, it's my own opinion. You know, I'm not sitting there trying to shit on you or anything, but you know, I I, I kind of felt like you could have did better. You know what I mean? I mean, I do this tournament of podcasts, and I kind of feel like anybody on this fucking tournament is doing a better job than most of the guys or the females that you're sitting there promoting on your own shit. There's no disrespect. It's just my own honest opinion. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying for diversity, and I'm also going for cats that I know how it was starting out that weren't doing fucking... They didn't know what they're doing at first. I didn't. And I had a name behind me. I can have success behind me, man. I'm making fucking money regardless. I didn't think anyone was going to listen to my shit. Next thing you know, I got fucking listeners at the ass. I'm making more fucking money from sponsors in a minute's worth of recording. Then my producer, who's a fucking nurse, makes it an hour. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to help some people out, and I'm going to fucking give them their place and diversity. I want different types of shows. I don't want all cookie-cutter bullshit that's all the same. Everyone talks about sports or whatever the fuck. So you want something a little different, even if it's not something necessarily that is a topic I would listen to because it's not my interest. I, I fucking listen to a lot of Rogan. I listen to a lot of fucking shit like that. Not everybody's about that, so 
I pick up what I can and uh, try to give opportunities. I think these things are all about growth as well, aren't they? You know, like, if you've got a show that joins your network that isn't quite there yet, it's up to you to try and push them in the right direction. It sounds like you're doing that. You know, I've got, I've got people that's joined me. Uh, I mean, I've got, uh, there's four of us that work on, on, on the Shrewsbury Biscuit and there's a team of five of us that are going to be working on, on, on USUC. And all those people, um, especially the guys from the Biscuit, the guys from the Biscuit didn't have a fucking clue what to do how to do a podcast. They didn't have, have a clue how to speak into a microphone. Microphone technique is like, it's like 50% of what you do with the podcast. Like you can't, there's no point in sounding great if you can't aim your voice at a fucking microphone. So teaching, teaching people how to work in the studio, how to talk correctly, how to put content together, how to go out in the field with a microphone, which is what I send a lot of my team to do. It's all part of it. And if you can, if you can take a show that's not quite there yet and push them in the right direction, people enjoy that journey, you know? Absolutely. I mean, any show that I've ever listened to, I'm sure if I was to go back to their first show and then see where they've come from and how much they've grown, I'd be like, oh, shit, <laughs> this was cringy as fuck in the beginning, but they really found their fucking footing. Uh, I got a question for you, Mr. McCleary, though. I really do. So you, you, you posted about how you're looking for podcasts for fucking uh, your network. All right. Am I wrong? Or am I right? Absolutely. All right. So he said you were going to let the people decide how many how many podcasts did you have that answer your calling? Right now, I've got about four or five. I got one that's uh, looking over the deal at the moment and uh, seems in for them. Basically, that's how it works. I've got another one that's going to get back to me when they. Uh, talk over with they have multiple members and that I'm kind of skeptical with when it comes to fucking multiple members it's really hard when I got more than one guest it's hard to not talk over each other and I fucking hate that about those multi-host shows but if they've got a good chemistry and they know when to speak and not to fucking be interrupting each other then there's hope for them you know I, I listen to I listen to your show. I listen to these podcasts that you have on there, and you know I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a record. I mean I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit anybody. I'm not I'm not fucking impressed. I'm really not. Now, I'm not trying to start any shit with you, but when you sit there and you claim that you got a lot of podcasts that are interested in jumping on your network, and then the people right on promote your podcast are gonna decide on who gets picked and who doesn't. I mean, I, I find it really hard to believe that you settle with two wrestling podcasts, a podcast with females, and then uh, I don't even know what the other one's about. Because I, I think there's four of them. Nobody knows what the other one's about. That's the fucking crazy shit about that. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like um, women in podcasting is is a really interesting topic i feel like i, I feel i feel like there's a there's a lot to be learned there about women in podcasting and in fact i think we're going to cover that in the uh, in the near future because i really feel like women in podcasters get a lot more listeners than guys and there's something to that 
I've dealt with sponsorships that literally are looking for a fucking female base, whether it's your listener base or the hosts themselves, man. And let's be real, I can't fucking stick here and ask me to do a mass demographic of women about women's shit. That's not me. I'm a dude. I don't fucking know nothing about that. So I have to cater to them too, right? All, all this all is new and fresh for you, your network, and, and it's going to grow, it's going to move somewhere. And you do have to sometimes start and suck for a little bit, like as a, as a collective, as a, a people. You may have one show brilliant and two show aren't brilliant. I'm not saying they're probably all brilliant, but I'm just saying, like, there's got to be room to grow, right? There's always got to be room to grow. The isn't going to grow. I, I'm not expecting it to launch and to hit the ground running. In fact, I'm expecting it to really sink in numbers for the first few I really feel like I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, really panic about it. Really Let's talk about some real shit, though. Let me let me ask you a question, Mr. McCleary. So when you sat there and you said that you ran me off of promote your podcast, did you really believe that? No, you said it yourself in a fucking video. One of the reasons why I'm leaving is because fuck these guys shitting on me. Come on, man. Oh, the real reason why I left, though, shit. if you want to hear it. I know you get drunk. You can't remember half the shit you say, but you have right. a video to watch it back. I watched it myself. Come on, man. All right, so the reason like, why I left, you, if you want to hear it. We, we could take this in that direction. If we want to go back in that fucking direction, we could do that. Uh, I'm being cool here, man. All right, so if you want to hear the reason why I left, I can tell you. You're talking all this shit about I watch all your videos. Yeah, but you know what? The thing is, everything I say is factual because I watched your videos. It came from your mouth first. Anything I said that wasn't factual was just me slinging some shit, because that's what we do. All right, so if you want to hear the facts, though, I'll tell you the facts on why I left. You want to hear the facts? Anything you said came out of your mouth first, and it's on video. You can watch it back all day. It doesn't change what you said. You you want to know the facts, though, do you? Do you want to know the facts? You said what you said. It's on tape. (laughs) I know. I know it's on video. And what I said was that there's nothing else I can get from promoting your podcast. I mean, what we're talking about. All right. So if you let me talk for a minute. The The story changed. That's the problem. This is why I did a show. And I, I don't know if you heard it or not. But I said, the only problem with this cat is he contradicts himself every fucking time he opens his mouth. He says one thing. And then a minute later, he changes the story to the complete opposite. And it's on fucking tape. It's on video. It's on fucking, you know, everyone's streaming the shit. And they're like, oh, shit. Now that you said that, I see it. I'm listening to him now. And he did just that. He said one thing. And then the next minute, he either forgot what the fuck he said. Or he's just changing the story. And I gave 21 examples. (laughs) I mean, I I can sit there and give you the facts if you want. If you want to hear them. If you want to hear them. All right, so the reason why, I mean, my fans can sit here and, and back me up on this. Because I got a lot of people that listen to my shit that are podcasters. There are a lot of fans of my work. Now, the reason why I left is because there's nothing else that I can possibly get out of sitting here and promote my own shit, which I never fucking did to my peers. 
I mean, there's nothing I can I can get out of it. There really isn't. You know, I, I, I sit there and I open myself up to a bigger audience. And if I'm going to sit there and limit myself to promote your podcast and the other podcasting groups, I mean, there's nothing else I can do about it. And the reason I say this is because whenever you hit live, right, you do a live video and promote your podcast, at the corner, it's going to say every fucking time, it's going to say close group. And the only people that are going to fucking watch are people in that group. Now, if I, if I start my own page, which I did, right? You talked about it. You said I didn't really have anybody following me, which, uh, you know what? At the moment, you're, you're probably right. But if you look at it now, there's so many people fucking following it. You know, and I mean, there's, there's no reason why I should sit here and do promote your podcast or any fucking other group when I can do my own page streaming live and have a whole fucking world of people just tuning into my stuff and following me and liking everything that I do. I don't fault that logic at all. If you're limiting your audience, then you're fucking making your personal mistake. I definitely agree with that. Okay, okay. Well, we've still got a log ahead here. Um, again, you fuckers. Um, <laughs> well, I just agreed with what this dude's saying. How the fuck? Am I um, speaking Japanese or some shit? Or what's going on, man? Because I'm apparently not understood. No, no, no you, you do really well. Um, I'm struggling to stay awake, in all honesty. It's like half past one here, 20 to 2 in the morning. Um, you guys, you guys. I've got a lot of fire. I think it's really good. I think I think really, <laughs> you both have. You got it both in abundance. Um, I think a good idea for this would be is if we could come up with a way to get you both on a podcast together, just a whole podcast where you're not allowed to talk about the, the beef between you, and you both just talk about shit. I think I that'd be. Really, uh, I don't I feel like they're really. No, there isn't. No, I don't think there is. No, I think you're talking through it now. Um, now, I think, I, when I got beef with people, they fucking know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it gets them to some levels that, like, isn't it's not this internet bullshit. That that's not real life in my view. You know what I'm saying? I think we need to be conscious of what we say to people over the internet because it is real people on the other side that do feel a, a, a certain way about what we say. And I fucked up because I said some shit about somebody who had nothing to do with none of this. That was my mistake. And I apologize. Because I'm sure she's a fucking brilliant human being and didn't deserve that shit. But so what we do, we take it too far, right? Then we've all done it. It's a, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a line to an entertainment person, isn't it? And that's, that's what we're right. That's what we all cross that line at some point in my myself. Um, but we got. I mean, we, the point I'm trying to make is is we, the, between the three of us, there's a lot of passion there. Right, there's a lot of passion there, and I think if we put our, our, our minds together and, and create, even if it's just a one-off thing, uh, to put the passion into into something that people are going to enjoy as entertainment, as we all all three of us understand, maybe just fucking maybe we can make something pretty fucking awesome. Don't you think? I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I, I fucking I'm a I'm down for whatever. I'm good. Espin- Espinosa, you stay. 
Yeah, I'm fucking here, man. I mean, like I said before, it's not it's not about, you know, having any hatred toward anybody. It really isn't. You know, it's it's about the clicks, it's about entertainment, it's about this and that. I mean, when you sit there and make it personal, you know, it is what it is. You know, like I, I mentioned before, I mean, I've said it plenty of times in my videos. You can talk all the shit you want about my family, you can talk about me, you can say about this. But the one thing you can't fucking do is sit there and talk about my product. Is whether you like it or you don't fucking like it, I'm getting the fucking clicks, I'm getting the listens, and it is what it is, you know? And that's exactly how I feel. Someone can say, you know what, what you do, or who you sign, whatever the fuck, it ain't for me. I'm getting paid regardless. I ain't mad at it. It's not going to be for everybody. That's fine. But I do remember, I, I see this dude fucking shitting on everyone's shit, and I'm like, you know what? Out of curiosity. Just out of fucking competitive nature, I want to cut my link and see if fucking shit's all over my shit. At least I put my shit down. And he had nothing negative to say, and I was like, oh, alright, well that's different. Okay, cool. So the fact that he shit on you for a comment or a post or whatever, it's like, maybe now I'll get that competitive nature going and I'll fucking get him to respond and say something negative. <laughs> it was in fun. Yeah. I, it was never hostility. It was never fucking I hate this guy or anything like that. I, I actually respect what he does. So I was like, I want to have fun with this. Bro. I felt left out, man. Like, <laughs> I want to be stopped. <laughs> you know, you, you know what, McClary? If you want to have beef, man, we can keep this going, you know, without it being personal. <laughs> and, I mean, I fucking love it. I really do. You know, it's just, I mean, I, I, the facts are facts. I, I'm not a part of promotion podcast for whatever reason. I don't know why. I mean, I get so many fucking hits on that goddamn fucking page that for them to sit there and not put me on, not have me a part of the goddamn group is just a shame. It really is. <laughs> fucking, the admins didn't do fuck all for the longest time. <laughs> they show up and do a job one day. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'd love to have the beef with you, man. I really would. I'd, I'd love to have the beef with you, you know? Keep people fucking in the dark about us talking about it and whatnot. I mean, you know, the only thing that really bothered me, aside from everything else, is just, you know, I, I saw what you wrote about Tom Francis, and you said that you and him, behind the scenes, fucking said that you were going to do this whole, you know, parody. And, I mean, it's, it, it wasn't fucking, it wasn't facts. You know, and, you know, I, I never lie about anything that I do. You know, I really don't. You know, me and me and Tom Francis were good buddies, and, you know, we talk on the daily, and for you to sit there and say that you guys came up with it behind the scenes, it's just, you know, it's, it's preposterous. I didn't fucking, show me where I said that. I would love to see where I said that, because I had no involvement with that whatsoever. But what I am saying is he just hit me up and bought a shirt of mine and wants to mock me. So, I'm looking forward to it because he asked me for my blessing and I was like, I don't take myself too seriously. Man, that's fun. I view him as like the fucking weird hell of podcast. Yeah, I mean, we can go back and forth about it all day long, but I mean, it's not, it's not going to change anything. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and fight with you about anything. You know, it is what it is. I'm not fighting nobody. I'm just saying if somebody fucking says I said something, show me where I said Alright, I'll show you. If you really want it, I'll show you. Beautiful. Please do. 
I never had no fucking involvement with anything he decided to do. What I did say is that you went on record after the fact because you went on fucking video to say he asked you for your blessing. And you said, I don't give a fuck what you do. Do whatever the fuck you want. And then after it goes over and people are loving it, now you're saying fucking, oh, we work together and shit. I'm like, nah, that's not what I heard. Well, yeah, go and ask him again, though, because I, I know last night he reached out to you and he asked you for your blessing about doing a parody. Go and ask him about it, though. You know, don't take my word for it. Don't do it. You know, ask. He just asked me. Yeah, I know he did. Yesterday. Yeah. About making fun of me. Yeah, I know he did because he told me about it. Okay. All right. So if that's what you're talking about, yeah, that just happened yesterday. But what the fuck you're talking about includes that includes you in any way. He said he's going to make fun of you as well. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's what you've always been doing. But now you want to incorporate me into it? Fine. I don't take myself seriously. And he's like, oh, I bought one of your shirts, too. So I'm like, all right, cool. Dude's committed. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he bought a shirt or not. I really don't. All I'm saying, though, is that when before he sat there and did a parody about me, you know, he asked me for my blessing. And I was like, all right, do whatever the fuck you want to do. And he came out with it. I mean, I had nothing... Nothing bad to say about the guy. I mean, the fucking guy is a politician, man, all fucking day. You know, he raised a fucking fence. He doesn't. He he doesn't want to shit on anybody. He really doesn't. You know, he says he's gonna shit on people, but he he never does it. So he's a nice that's guy. He really is. He doesn't have fucking mean bone in his fucking body. That's why I'm curious about what he's gonna like mock me with, because I'm like, what's he got? He's like, I'm listening to your shows to get a feel for you. So I'm like, so you had nothing out the gate. That he felt he could make fun of me. With. So you're listening to more of my shows to kind of get in the mindset of me. So I, I don't really expect anything hostile. And you know, he's probably going to wear a beanie. He's probably going to sit there and, uh, I don't know, say fuck a lot. And uh, he's not really going to say anything mean. He really isn't. He's a nice fucking guy, man. All right. You know? that, that's one thing. Hey, 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 hey. Inside me as well, so it doesn't help. I'm on a, a day, day off keto today, so I'm fucked. 
Anyway, guys, thank you very much for, for letting me be on your show. If I put this down, hopefully you two should still be chatting on the show. Is that okay? <laughs> it's not the show, brother. <laughs> All right, man, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, look, uh, you're both on Hangouts now. Um, so if I put this down and it does kill the actual whole thing, um, you can send each other your email addresses and you can sign, join each other on the Hangouts and carry on this con this conversation. But I am going to have to go, if that's okay. All right. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, because I was going to reach out anyway and let this cat know, like, I ain't got no hostility. It's all in fun. I have respect for him and... Uh, you know, I, I I realized on my end I took it a little fucking too far when I incorporated someone that had nothing to do with it. And it was because of the mindset I was in because your wife was brought up and whatever. But it doesn't make it right. So No, I, I, you know what, Keith? I, I've, I've said again, I, 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 like, words can't express sort of how it feels to have someone sort of stand up for me like that. It really felt meant, meant a lot to me. And also as well as people that kind of I'm trying to make people understand why I took the approach that I did because I'm not I'm not your typical alpha male, you know. I'm not a pussy at the end of the day. I'm not a pussy, not at all. I used to, I used to I used to work doors. I used to, I used to be a security guard. I used to chase people around, rough people. That was the job I did. I've done that sort of shit, right? I've been there. I've done all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, I've learned my lesson that shouting abuse back into people it just doesn't work. It really doesn't work. And I know that over the years. I've that over the years. So, like, talking things through is actually really good. If you can try it and it works, try it. If it doesn't work, then fuck it. You know, I can't put between me and Joe. We've managed to put our shit uh, behind us. And I, I really do appreciate that. Absolutely, man. I, I fucking, I respect that. And that's, to me, ideally, that's how things should be done. I don't fucking just go around fighting everybody because I do it for a living and all this bullshit. I don't know where people get that idea that, like, you know, because you fight for a living, you're a violent person by nature. When I view it as problem solving, I view it as competition. But even in competition, like, I don't enjoy hurting people. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like, so I'm not going to go out and hurt somebody over something that I don't care for. I think that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, thanks for, thanks for having me on, Joe. Uh, and thanks for, for this, Keith. Let me know how it goes, man. Drop me a message in the morning, all right? I appreciate it. All right, I'm going to put this down now. If he kills it, then just join each other again on a hangout. I'll see you in a bit, guys. Thanks for having me on, Joe. Yeah, no problem, man. So, Keith, you still there? Hello. Alright, it seemed like everything dropped, so I don't know. You know the the problems me and this guy have probably has gone, I don't know, too fucking far, probably. You know, I don't I don't like to sit there and fucking uh, shit on anybody, I really don't. But Oh, let's go and take a fucking break, why not? I'm gonna sit here and play some fucking music and then uh, see if we can get Keith McCleary back on the line for another, I don't know, 10 minutes. See what he's got to fucking say. Seems like there's a lot of 
don't know. There's a lot of noise going back there. Talking about fucking uh, dogs and shit, right? Alright, here we go. Take a fucking break. Try to get him back on the line and then uh, we'll see what happens, right? I don't know. See what fucking happens. That fucking doll is crying. It's fucking next door. <laughs> I don't fucking know what's going on with him. Alright. We're gonna sit there and try to call him back, alright? So here we go. Alright, so it's fucking ringing. If you don't fucking answer, then we'll... I don't know. I don't know what to say, right? Keith, you there? Hello. What's up? What's up, man? So, we talked about a many of things happening. And, uh... You know, we're, we're apologetic about a lot of different things. So... What's going on, brother? Odd fucking Mike, what do you got? Come on. Are you there? I'm trying to get my motherfucking uh, speaker to work because it's easier. But that doesn't seem to want to cooperate for some fucking reason. That's fucking bullshit. All right, so you do a show. What's it called? What's your show called? I talk about whatever the fuck is on my mind at the time. That's what I do. Yeah, what's I the name of your show, though? Anything and everything, man. Like, I, I try to steer clear to MMA because when you do the shit for a living, it's the last fucking thing you want to talk about. <laughs> you know? I fucking, I've gone and talked about uh, feminism in all sorts of respects and i know people probably rub the wrong fucking way about that but uh to me to me i feel like there's a fine line with the shit that goes on in the world it, you know between feminism and privilege and entitlement and i think people fucking get those two twisted 
So I've touched on that. That's probably rubbed people the wrong way. But I never got no hate mail, so there's that. Yeah, what's the name of your show, though? What's the name of it? All right. So we've uh, we've had our differences and whatnot, and then uh, you've seen me around. I've seen you around, and you know a lot of people got a lot of different things to say about me. You know, obviously, you know they don't like what I do. They kick me out of the promotion podcast page. People have even actually gone to the extent of making a page about me, put my picture on there, and then talking about, you know what, this is a group for people who don't like whatever this guy is doing. So, I don't know, I think it's a beautiful fucking thing, I really do. Are you there? Keith. Gotta love it when you're doing a show and then uh, the other person's cutting out. So, where you at, brother? Come on, are you there? Hello. I have no idea what's going on. Let's give him a call back, though. All right. We're gonna give him a call back. All right. So, here we go. Keith, are you there? Hello. Hello. Keith. Are you on the line? Man, I got funny. I got plenty of fucking bars to really do. I don't understand what's going on here. Alright. Keith, are you there? Come on. Nope. All right. No idea what's going on there. Really don't. Uh, let's see. Mm -mm. All right. So it says his email, KeithBaclary31 at Gmail. All right. So maybe we type that in. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. Alright, so we're just going to type in his name. Type in his email. Alright. Alright, so here we go. Find his fucking email. We're going to give him a call. See if it fucking works. I don't know. See what happens. Oh, is it ringing or is it not ringing? I don't fucking know. No fucking idea. I think it's ringing. <clears throat> Alright, so he didn't pick up. I don't know. Alright. So maybe we'll talk, him, talk to him tomorrow. I'm a little fucked up tonight. I don't know, let's give it like two minutes, maybe. Alright. See what happens.
Maybe I'll get a fucking phone call. I don't fucking know, right? So we're uh, we're just kind of chilling for a minute. Maybe we get a fucking phone call from uh, Keith McCleary, right? See if he he calls me back. I don't know. Seems like we're having a lot of issues tonight. We got Alex Whiteley on the fucking line, but even then, it just kind of felt like it was pulling teeth, right? Alright, so we're gonna go back to Google Hangouts. See if we get a fucking call, I don't know. Alright, so let me click on this fucking name. See if we got anything. Alright, so I'm gonna call him one more fucking time. If we don't fucking get a hit, we don't get a fucking answer, then I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna fucking um, just end the fucking video, right? There we go. We're calling him again. All right. It's fucking ringing. All right, here we go. Alright, so it's fucking ringing, you guys hear it ringing, nobody's answering, I don't know. I don't know if he's just ignoring me or what, I really don't know. Alright, so nobody answered, we're in this fucking video, right? Maybe we'll talk to him again another fucking night, I don't know. But, uh, I'm out bitches, it really is. Been a fucking long night. Here we go. Alright, so we're in fucking finish, maybe. I don't know. Here we go.